This is a podcast from Minute Media. And we are back. This is the Back Row Cincinnati Bengals show, all brought to you by fansided.com. I am your host, Josh Miller. A lot has happened over the past couple of days in terms of NFL free agency. So much to go over. The Bengals, unsurprisingly, making huge splashes in the free agency market. We're going to talk all about that. We're going to catch up with one of our favorite guests from one of the highest ranked Bengals podcast out there. The wonderful Tigers Talk. She graces us with her presence. Jerry from Tigers Talk <laughs> comes on to discuss all things Bengals, all things free agency, and what she's been doing during the offseason. Jerry, how the heck are you? I was doing pretty good until we got that CJ news mm. kind of late last night. I I feel like I've been broken up with. I'm taking oh, it very personally. I'm so sorry. I I feel a little bit better today about it, but yeah, I was feeling great yesterday, and then that news yesterday just kind of took the wind right out of the sails. So I I was gonna give you a choice if you wanted to go with the good or the bad first. So, but I think you kind of brought it up. Let's go with the bad first before we get into that. Uh, if you are following me on Twitter and you're watching this on Twitter, that's great. Awesome. Appreciate it. But if you want to get engaged with the conversation, want to talk, want to shoot off some questions, head on over to my YouTube channel. It's just the back row Cincinnati Bengals show. So oh, piece of my dinner just came out of my mouth. Uh, go over to the back row Cincinnati Bengals uh, podcast over on YouTube and you'll be able to do exactly that. So let's start out with the bad here. CJ Usama intends, not official, intends to sign with the New York Jets for a three-year deal going to get I believe he's at 27 million good for him he's going to go get a bag obviously very sad for us so Jerry let's start off there let's start with your thoughts on the CJ Uzama loss well I can't fault him for wanting to go where the money is I mean we all do our job for kind of one reason and that's to get paid right so right. oh no it's because I love it <laughs> right yeah. Uh, but I also think him being in New York is going to help him kind of in his future past football because he's so talented. He's got so much charisma. He mm. for sure has a future at hopefully not ESPN because I'm not a big fan of ESPN, but <laughs> NFL Network. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. That'll help him too. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, CJ is definitely one of the guys that we all that everybody in Cincinnati is thinking, yeah, he's going to have a lot to do after he's done with his football career inside of the NFL and, you know, do a lot. And we're, I mean, he's going to be remembered as one of the better uh, tight ends of the franchise. He was obviously on one of three Super Bowl teams. So it's sad to see him go. But I will say, I was not terribly upset. I really wasn't. I still have a hard time thinking that CJ Uzama is going to be a part of the bigger plan because he's just not a red zone threat. And that was something that the Bengals have really struggled with. So I wasn't particularly sad. Well, I mean, I was sad to see him go, but I, I think in per, and I kind of want to get your thoughts on this. I think CJ's value comes mostly from what he does off of the field and what he does oh, in absolutely. the locker room. I think that's mm -hmm. where his value is the most at rather than his on field. Yeah, and I think we all really connected with CJ this season. Mm -hmm. I feel like the Bengals did a really good job of really showcasing his personality. And he kind of just had the city on his back for half a year just hyping us up. And I think he was the one that came up with the why not us, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was him, yeah. So that became like our battle cry this entire season. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, yeah. It's just he did so much for the locker room. And he did so much for us on the national scale. And, and he, he – 
you can tell that the, the guys rallied around him. You could tell on Twitter that everybody was broken up about CJ leaving. And like we said, good for him. I, I don't fault him yeah. for leaving. Definitely go go where the money is. That's, that's, that's a good contract. He can go live out. So good for CJ. But again, like I said, so now we need to start looking at tight end. That's going to be a big need. We got to start throwing that in there when it comes to free agency. Uh, I'm hearing a lot about Tyler Conklin. That there's a chance that we can go mm-hmm. and give him. Rob Gronkowski is still up in the air. He has not said he's going back to Tampa Bay. It's true. I am a fan of the Gronkowski pickup. I have to ask you, <laughs> do you want Rob Gronkowski to be on this Bengals team now that CJ is not going to be here? So, mind you, I live in Tampa. So, right, I see right. a lot of Gronk. And mm. I used to hate the guy. Couldn't stand him. <laughs> couldn't stand him when he was on wrestling. <laughs> but he has grown on me. And mm. the number one thing that made me like him was during the boat parade, like two years ago, yeah. after they won the Super Bowl. And he has the trophy and he is simulating sticking it up his own butt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm essentially like, I have the What's humor of like a 13 year old boy. Oh, well, <laughs> since I live in Tampa, they were broadcasting the entire oh, live right. on local television. Yeah, so we got sense. to see every like Ooh. part of it and that was funny listening to like the local news trying to explain what was going on with that <laughs> so then i kind of started liking him a little bit and he's grown on me there and you go. the more i think about it the more with with cj being gone i think we kind of need that goofball again and mm-hmm. he's he, gronk is still so talented and i right. tweeted yesterday i was like could joe be mr steal your gronk Re- so, oh that's pretty good i like that one Mr. i was proud of myself for that one that's that's pretty good i like that we already stolen one from the buccaneers mm-hmm. a big big pickup probably the biggest one so obviously the biggest one so far Bengals pick up alex cap of to a four-year 40 million dollar deal that's 10 million a year that's some cash mm-hmm. right there the guaranteed is not uh been posted yet so we don't know what he's guaranteed but that's a big contract and that's a big start i mean it's it's great to see obviously not only are the Bengals being aggressive, they're being aggressive in the right ways or, you know, I mean, you know, maybe it is an overpayment. I don't, I don't really know that much about Alex Kappa. I got to see him a little bit more, but I do know he's stout. He's only had five or he only had one penalty. He only gave up five sacks last year, played 17 games. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this is a great pickup uh, in uh, Jerry. Give me your thoughts on Alex Kappa. Well, the fact that it was like, what, 30 seconds into it, 30 seconds. Literally. I was just like, Oh, so we're doing this. Yeah, right. And I was so excited. I text everybody I knew, even though half of them do not care about the Bengals. <laughs> so, and they're like, that's great. Can you just leave us alone for like one day? <laughs> but I was just like, I can't believe. Well, I can believe it, but it just kind of doubled, doubled down on the fact that this is not your grandparents' Bengals. Mm-hmm. We are spending money. We are being aggressive. We plan on being contenders for a really long time. And, you know, the kind of narrative has been we haven't valued a guard position and haven't been willing to spend money. So the fact that 30 seconds into it, we're spending a lot of money, Mm -hmm. I think, woke a lot of people up that, you know, the last couple of years weren't a fluke. Right. Absolutely. And I think it's just I think the Bengals have understood as an organization, Okay, we get we we have something here. This is this is our time. And, you know, it kind of goes back to honestly, it's it's another reason why I wasn't too terribly sad to watch CJ walk is because Joe Burrow enhances everybody around him. And you, and oh, you got to wonder, I mean, obviously CJ was coming off a massive injury last year, and he did play pretty well for us last year. But you got to wonder, okay, but how much of that was CJ? How much of that was Joe? And honestly, we stick anybody in there, Joe's going to make him a really, really good tight end. 
So that being said, you got to protect your main asset. And it's yep. Joe Burrow. And obviously, we didn't do that last year. Came back to bite us in the Super Bowl. Almost bit us right in the ass in the uh, AFC Championship game. Or I'm sorry. But it did the, get uh, us the, to the Super Bowl. It, it, it was good enough to get us to the true. Super Bowl. It's true. And again, it's because of Joe. Joe likes mm-hmm. to, you know, keep plays going that probably would not have kept going if it was any other quarterback. So Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So now, so now so much opens up for the offense here. And one of the biggest problems that we had this uh, during the year was our red zone was we would just stall out badly and we would get field goals and you know Evan McPherson's great and I love Evan McPherson but I'd rather get some touchdowns here do you see the Bengals offense really accelerating with these new signings and we'll get to the other one next but especially with Alex Kappa uh, at right guard oh yeah I mean look what Joe did this past season with a subpar offensive line mm-hmm. he gets time to throw the ball mm-hmm. it's it's going to be insane like, right. I just feel like we're going to be laughing all season because we're going to be like, is this mm-hmm. really happening? Like, right. It, it, it's going to be everything we thought. It's going to be everything we knew it could have been if we would have had, you know, a line similar to this last season. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so continually right, continuing right along with the offensive line, another big pickup. The Bengals go ahead and grab Ted Karras from the New England Patriots. Now, Ted Karras has – a guy that has not exactly the flashiest name, but he 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 has he did start last year. Uh, he's a rough and tough kind of guy. It seems like he's a guy that that really fits that glass eater mold that Frank Pollock keeps talking about. I think this is another great pickup. And sadly, though, I mean, it does spell the release of Trey Hopkins, which I do think is going to happen. Yeah, I do think Ted Karras is going to move over to center. <laughs> but I do think that's an upgrade. Do you think that Ted's going to be an upgrade over Trey Hopkins at center? Well, I think he's going to be a little more versatile because mm-hmm. I think there's a couple different positions I hope he yeah. he can play, right? Like Yeah, yeah. That, well, that was one of his biggest attributes is that he yeah. he was very versatile. He played he played a lot at left guard, which is which is, you know, could be really big. Um yeah. and he, he moved around to right guard and, and he he knows how to play some center. So, he's been he he is versatile. That's another big thing about him. And both of these guys, I believe, have uh a history with playing with uh Tom Brady, right? I I think so. I think so. The 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 goat, as as some would say. Yeah. So I mean, if they can protect Tom Brady, who I'm still very bitter with right now, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I think they'll do a great job protecting Joe. They'll do it. I I think they will too. I I think you can put him at both left guard, or you can put him at center. It's going to be a, a, a definitely a, a big upgrade. Now, like we said, there is some sadness when it comes to free agency. So. We are going to see probably Trey Hopkins leaving as much as Trey Hopkins has done for the, a really bad offensive line. And he was one of the shining moments this past year. He was not good enough, I would say. And he's coming off of an ACL tear. That, that's no easy injury for anybody. And I hope he does get picked up by somebody else because he w- he's a great center. He's a great team leader. But I do think he is going to be released. Do you think the same thing? No, I agree. I yeah. think he's going to. Yeah, I think it's going to be him, and I do think Trey Waynes is also going to be released as yeah. well. So and we that'll create to... some cap space. Mm-hmm. Now, one one, uh, one guy – so let's shift over to the d- defensive side, side of the ball. And, Jerry, obviously you know this. At the Back Row Bengals show, we jump all over the place. So we'll come back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> uh, so let's switch over to the defensive side of the ball. Another guy that I do think is going to get cut is going to be Trey Waynes, and we do need to start looking at the cornerback position. Now – Obviously, we both 
love the story of Eli Apple and, and we're very impressed with what he's done, but he's not a second. He's not, he's not your second cornerback. He shouldn't, he, he's more of a four or fifth string guy. He shouldn't be the starting guy. So we have to really attack uh, the cornerback position in the draft because, you know, we lost one guy that I really thought we were going to get was JC Jackson. I, I, missing mm-hmm. out on him was, was, I think was, was a tough one to take. Yeah. Yeah, he ended so, up with the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, he ended up in the Chargers. I don't know how the Chargers are getting all this money. I have no idea. I feel like everybody, like people, will explain the, the whole cap situation to me, and then everything they told me ends up being a lie because somebody like completely blows everything else out, and I'm just like, how do you? How are you finding money? I, right, where does this? Where's this money coming from, Green Bay Packers? Where's this like money coming from? Honestly. <laughs> So let's so let's switch over here. So let's talk about obviously with free agency, you got to talk about the draft. So you and I have kind of talked about it a little bit last time you were on. Talked about the draft, and uh, you know the national media narrative is definitely go get an offensive lineman with your first pick. But in my personal opinion, a lot of Cincinnatians' personal opinion that really watch the Bengals, probably our first step is going to be on the defensive side of the ball. And we're probably yeah. going to go cornerback at the, at the pick thirty-one. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the Bengals are done? and free agency in terms of the offensive line. I think there's going to be at least one more sighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I, that's what I'm like feeling in my, my heart. Yeah. I, I think, I think for the Bengals to uh, really finally finish that last uh, bit of fixing up the offensive line, I, I think it's going to be one more. I would love to now Laramie Tunzel did just put out there that he is staying in Houston. So Laramie Tunzel is not going to be on the free agent board. Two guys that I'm really, really staring at are are Taron Armstead, who is still a free agent. And then you also have Leo Collins with the Dallas Cowboys, who is seeking a trade. Who do you see more likely coming to Cincinnati? A trade with the Dallas Cowboys for Leo Collins or with signing Taron Armstead? I feel like there's got to be something going on with Collins as to why a deal hasn't already been made. I think I saw Ace say something today about, oh, what was it? Something about the guaranteed money and because of his suspension or something like that. I haven't got mm. to look too much into him, um, but I think there's some some things that are questionable that's making him not be as nice and shiny as we would like him to be. Yeah. Um, but who was the guy that was just released today from Cleveland? Uh, 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 JC said, uh, JC Trader. Trader. Yeah. Right. So I keep hearing a lot about him, too. So, yep. Uh, Ken Hammock uh, coming on. He said, "How do you how do you two feel about AJ Boyle coming to Cincinnati?" I'll be honest. As soon as you put that question out there, I looked up three times where AJ Boyle. I have found nothing on AJ Boyle. So I don't know if this was a trick or something, but I, I can't find I can't find anything. I'm sorry about that, Ken. Uh, I'm still looking. So we'll try to figure that out. So I, I would. Would you? What would you give up? to get Leo Collins. So to trade to Dallas, I think they're going to, I think Dallas is going to be looking for picks because I think they realize that their division is so bad that they can win it, but still they're going to, they're not going to get anywhere far. What do you, what do you see the Bengals giving up for Leo Collins? I saw that it was going to be like a late draft pick or if they can't trade him, that he was just going to get cut. So I Mm. think we're kind of just waiting to see if he gets cut, see if we can get him from that. Right, yeah. I mean, I, it's so you're the Bengals are just uh, buying their time. I'd love to. See, I mean, obviously, him getting cut would probably be the best part and uh, pick up, uh, you know, sign him to a different deal 
and on our own terms, and, and maybe we can get them at a discount. And the Bengals front office has done a very good job of keeping yes. that money under the cap, especially this year and in years prior. So they've been able to spend big, but also still stay relatively sustainable, unlike the Packers. And it's worked out pretty well for us. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that kind of worries me, I mean, it, it definitely does worry me, is that, you know, it seems like every other team in the AFC is also getting better. I mean, the quarterback room in the AFC is second to none. Do you think the Bengals can, are still going to repeat as AFC North champions and make their way back to the uh, make their way back to the AFC championship game? I will say, when I saw that Mitch Trubisky was going to be the Steelers <laughs> quarterback, <laughs> I, that was my initial reaction. Was I just laughed and laughed and said, "Thank you, football gods." Mm-hmm. It was just again the gift that kept on giving yesterday. <laughs> so it'll be very interesting to see how that works out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, my so my neighbors are Bears fans, and mm-hmm. their little boy when they were still when he was still with the Bears. We were watching the game, and he got up, and he was just like, you suck, Trubisky. So that's <laughs> like a core memory that I have of him. So that's just always going to be in my head is that you suck, Trubisky, and I think we're going to be saying that a lot this year. I, yeah. I think well, here's the problem, though. I think Mitch is 1-0 against the Bengals. I, I don't think the Bengals have yet to beat him. So I remember the last time I watched Mr. Trubisky, he ripped the Bengals for like 30 points. It was awful. Was like that with Joe, though? It was not with Joe. It was not with Joe. That so. was, I believe that was Dalton's last year. Yeah, that was Dalton's last year. So anyway, but but anyway, lot, a lot is still happening in, in the free agent market, and a lot is still yet to happen. One guy that I am sad that, uh, that is leaving that's really going to hurt our interior part of the defense, Larry O signs with uh, shoot. I saw, Chicago. Uh, Chicago, yeah, there, he yeah. signs with Chicago. So Larry O signs with Chicago. We lose him. That interior part of the defense is going to take a hit. Do you think that this is going to be a major impact on our free agency, or do you think we're just going to try to go with the guys that we have? I think we'll, yeah, probably go with the guys we have. Might draft somebody. But I think re-signing B.J. Hill was huge. We definitely couldn't afford to lose him at that point, not with Larry leaving. Absolutely. at least that was a nice, bright, shining spot in yesterday, too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think B.J. Hill definitely earned his contract. Pro- the best trade, I'm saying this right now, the best trade in Bengals history. I'm saying yes. that now. <laughs> best trade in Bengals history. Uh, being able to keep him on was huge, especially for that interior part of the defense. And, you know, B.J. Hill's not your A-plus Aaron Donald rusher, but he he's good in that uh, – he's good in the pass game. He can get to the quarterback and – you know, with Joseph Osai coming back next year, we and I feel like a lot of Bengals oh. fans are forget about what a motive exactly. this kid had, how much how much everybody was loving this guy, and before he got injured, which by the way, which came against the Buccaneers, might I add, which was the strangest. I was at I've that game. Seen. You were at that so, game. I was there, so I got to watch his first sack on Tom Brady. On Tom and- Brady. <laughs> so I was I thought I thought he got hurt on wasn't it one of the last games of the season or preseason? I I, I thought think he, he got I, hurt on that game or I thought he was hurt. I thought he got hurt during Tampa Bay. Mm. No, I think it might have been a couple uh preseason games after that because on Tigers Talk we were loving him. Absolutely well, loving him and super excited. I could be wrong. Oh no, absolutely well either either way, it doesn't matter. He he got he got hurt. <laughs> but he's gonna the be a beast. He is he absolutely beast. gonna be a beast. Beast, absolutely. 
if they move that Bengals Tampa game to Germany, uh, I'm going to riot. I'm going I, to be so mad because I've waited for that game for three years. I really, really hate to break this to you. I do think it's going to get moved. That's going to be the Germany game. I, no. I'm, I'm telling you. I don't want to. I'm not I'm trying to speak you. into existence. <laughs> I'm really not trying to speak into existence, but I'm telling you it was. And, and uh, uh, it See, was I against the Buccaneers. Yeah. I think it's going to be um... – I think it, that game might actually become either a Sunday night or a Monday night game since Brady's back. You and would the think whole so. like narrative with mm. like Joe being the next Tom Brady and everything. Yeah, that's also a good point. <laughs> I, I I didn't really think about that, but the, I think it's going to depend on where it is in the season as well. I think it's going to depend on when when they play the Buccaneers. Because those European games are so early in the morning. So early, like wait, way too early. I haven't even had my coffee yet. I mean. Like, I just get done watching the Bearcats, and, like, they're expecting me to get up at <laughs> 9 to watch a game. Come on now. Another guy that – Oh, go I was going to say, I don't think I've ever been so angry in my life when I got up super early to watch us play in London, and it we tied. Tied. We've been tied. here for how long? Ugh, ugh. And it that's, wasn't even, like, bottomless mimosas. I had to keep buying them, like, per mimosa. That, so that's bad. horrible. Not having not having bottomless mimosas at a brunch place is is criminal. Like I, you, it really is. It's criminal. I'm still waiting on <laughs> bottomless Bloody Marys. They still haven't made that yet. I don't oh, know. Oh, see, we have a lot of that down here. You have bottomless and, Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. I'm moving yep, to Florida. It's, it's, it's usually, like, you can either get mimosas or Bloody Marys. Uh, so usually up here we got either bottomless mimosa or or a bloody mary, which sucks. Uh, another guy that Ken uh, wants to bring up is Wyatt Huber, and Wyatt Huber again, if you remember, got uh, suffered a pectoral injury during training camp. Another guy they were high on. So the Bengals, the Bengals have a lot of young guys at that uh, uh, defensive line. Would love to see them maybe pick up one more in the either free agency or the draft and most likely it's going to be the draft. I'd love to see them get to really cheer up that defensive line and really make it a unit because the pass rush is still something that the Bengals still struggled with. They still (laughs) need to get, they need to get home, find a way to get home more. They got to find some guys and and Luana room has got to draw up a better defense in order to get that sack to happen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, My, what I wanted this season, this off season was for us to address the line and the offensive line in free agency and the defense in the draft. Absolutely. So let's talk a little <laughs> bit about around the league. So like I said, and, and just how it affects the Bengals. So AFC, uh, Denver goes ahead and <clears> picks <throat> up Russell Wilson. The AFC quarterback room is, is stacked. The Chargers are a team that is going to be reckoned with. That's, well, that's going to be a very, be scary. very hard team to play. Um, thank God we do not play them this year uh, in the regular right. season. But we're going to be facing them a lot during the uh, uh, playoffs, I'm assuming. Right, yeah. So, again, like I said, it's going to be hard to repeat going back to the AFC Championship game, and that's why I think last year was, was so disheartening to watch us lose in a game that we probably should have won because I, we don't know when we're going to be back. See, I don't know if it's because that like 2015-16 playoff game with the Steelers like mm. emotionally that hurt more for me. Like I lost like a part of myself to that game. I've never yeah. been the same since that game. So that hurt in a different way than the Super Bowl lost it. And I think it's because with that team, we knew like it was now or never. If mm-hmm. we were if we didn't get to the Super Bowl that year, we weren't getting there. 
And I don't have that sense of like urgency with this team. Like this was, we're already well ahead of schedule. And it's, it's one of those things where if going back to the Super Bowl every year wasn't our goal, then there's something wrong with it. Cause we shouldn't have, we shouldn't be happy with just one Super Bowl win or one trip to the Super Bowl. Like that should be the goal every year. And with somebody like Joe as our quarterback, like that is his goal. Like nothing else is going to be acceptable besides that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I 100% agreed with you. Uh, And then one thing that I did see is that obviously there are some receivers that are out there and some skill guys that are still out there that I've been kind of looking at, but I really don't see the Bengals making a, excuse me, got the hiccups. I just still don't, I don't really see the Bengals making a free agent jump at a skill position as in like a running back or a wide receiver. Do you think they're going to make yeah. a splash there at all? No, I think maybe we'll draft somebody, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think we're going to, and it would be like later in the draft, but I don't think we're going to do anything in free agency. There. Absolutely. Yeah. One, one, I, I, I agree with you with that. It's just, it's just, it seems like we, we got our room we, and we have our room through till 2023 which that's going to be a hard time to pay, you know, everybody. But we're going to have to we'll, – we'll find a way and we'll uh, get a way to get that guaranteed money there. Uh, but another thing, like we said, let's go, let's go back to J.C. Treader. Or, yeah, uh, J.C. Treader. I think I got his name right. Yeah, let's go back to Treader here. Browns release him. A questionable release on the Browns' part. Uh, I think they're trying to clear up a lot of cap space because I know mm-hmm. that the Browns did not have that much wiggle room in terms of cap space. I mean, that, I mean that's, that's a no-brainer. I, I think I – think, yeah especially a guy that's coming from the Browns, somebody that has watched your mm-hmm. opponent, somebody that we haven't beaten in three three years, I think now, right? We haven't beat the Browns in three years. Yeah, I think that last one needs to have a little bit of an asterisk. Since, that's yeah. true. That's fair. No, that's fair. I will agree with that. But I think that's a slam dunk pick. I think you have to take yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially since it's somebody from your division. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Uh, yeah, now, it- I I do have a question for you. Please you think, ask away. Do you think Baker is going to be with the Browns come this year? Season? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I do. I think I think Baker will start the year. I wouldn't be surprised if they got another quarterback in free agency. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor just got pulled off the board by one of the New York teams. Uh, I think the Giants. So Tyrod Taylor uh, is gone. But I, so I don't really see another quarterback that is worthy enough the Browns to go out and take. I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to go to Cleveland. So I think I they are going to ride with Baker one more time and be like, okay, we gave you Amari Cooper. Here you go. What can you do with it? This is going to be Baker's – but I do think this is going to be Baker's last year as a starting quarterback in Cleveland. They're going to have – I mean, honestly, in a division that's the hardest division in football in the AFC North, which I, I firmly, firmly believe that. Um, oh, Absolutely. Yeah, I firmly believe that you just you can't you can't have a guy like Baker running the show. You just can't. Well, and I think both sides. I think Baker has lost kind of faith and trust in the team, and I think the team has lost faith and trust in him. Yeah, so, I agree. That's yeah, kind of, that's really hard to come back from. It it, it really really is. I, I I agree with you on that part. I it's it's going to be hard to for Baker to recapture that. Uh, room again and, and the, the room you know losing the locker room is one of the biggest things about football and honestly I think it's a, a lot of the reasons why Colin Kaepernick isn't getting signed is because you know he's been out of football here and there and you know there's been a couple of times where he's you know kind of dipped out on workouts or, or a team and, and teams don't want that it's about being in the locker room it's more than just the talent on the field it's it's what does this guy mean to the locker room that's why Joe Burrow again 
while his value on the field is, is impeccable and it's elite, this value off the field makes him that much more elite and that he makes him that much better. Oh yeah. That was something that was probably one of the most special things about last season is you could mm. tell, like it was an absolute team. Like right. everybody loved each other. Everybody would, you know, go to war for one another. Mm. There was no me or I on that team. It was us. They always talked about like somebody else on like a different guy on the team, whenever they were in the pressers, like mm. we just did not have a single selfish guy on the team. Yeah, and I think again it goes back to why CJ Uzama was one of the most important parts of that yep. team. And and as much as I I do dog on him a little bit for being a little bit of an average tight end to or average to above it to average, he will be remembered as one of the best tight ends in, in Bengals history, and he should. He was a major part of the Bengals team, and we aren't in the Super Bowl unless he's there. But mm. again, you got to look at value versus on the field and off the field, and, and what that matters to the organization. So speaking of organization, Jared, I want to talk to you as somebody that lives in Tampa. And mm -hmm. we've talked about this year how the Bengals uh, off the field have been the best they've ever been. And so what would you want to see the Bengals do in the offseason, not particularly on the field? So it could be an event, could be some sort of anything that can produce fan engagement that you would just love to see the Bengals do. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's, that's a really a, that's a hard, hard question because I feel like yeah. they, they've done so much in this last year. And a lot of yeah. that, you know, is credit to Elizabeth Blackbird, who I just absolutely love and adore. Absolutely. And she is amazing. Uh, they've done so much with the fan engagement. I absolutely believe that Elizabeth has a burner Twitter somewhere. Mm, has and to, right? she's, they listen to everything that we say. And <laughs> So sometimes when I like tweet stuff, I'm like, oh gosh, make sure it's not like something super stupid. <laughs> I don't want Elizabeth to be like, oh, what are they doing? I but, do that because my vice principal's on there. My vice principal just followed me on Twitter. <laughs> so I'm like, oof, we gotta, we gotta. <laughs> I've already told my boss, I'm like, listen, I use you for content, but you're not following me on Twitter. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's not a not. bad idea. That's a <laughs> but, good idea. Oh, that is so hard. So, because this year, it, this will be my first year as a Bengals season ticket holder. Yeah. So, I'm really excited to be able to, like, I feel like I have, like, my own little vacation home in mm. Paul Brown Stadium now. Like, Obviously. It's, it's like a little timeshare. It's so fun. <laughs> and so, I'm excited to see, like, all the perks that come with that. Because I think they just started, like, a bunch of stuff last year, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, but like maybe some more panels it would be really great to see like the women of the organization do like female panels where you can you know ask them questions interview them through their stories that kind of thing um just to kind of engage us a little more i think that would be great i know I they just that, had the, yeah. the women's day um mm. at the stadium where everybody got to all the ladies got to go on the field I was so jealous that i didn't get to oh, be there so uh, incredible it, yeah no, all, all the girls that went said it was fantastic that's a great idea. I I, I absolutely love that idea. And um, I, I'm I'm looking – I would love to see – I mean, I don't know. Are you a Reds fan? I'm curious. So I'm not a baseball fan. Okay. But Fair. if I do root for a team, it would be the Reds. Okay. Um, I root I'm for sorry. all Cincinnati teams. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I feel like that I've probably made a good choice for my mental health to not be a baseball fan right now because <laughs> <laughs> I did feel – horrible for everybody yesterday it's awful it's really yeah. awful um 
So, but one of the things that the Reds do so well is their engagement with their fans in the offseason. And one of the things that they do is the Reds caravan, which is where they go around from city to city, you know, have a couple players on there, have, you know, rent out a convention oh, center. I didn't know that. And, yeah. And I think it would be great for the Bengals to do that in, in all the surrounding cities in Ohio and go to the small towns like uh, Athens would be a perfect spot to go. Uh, yeah. Go out to some spots to West Virginia, go out to Pennsylvania. Get into some Steelers territory. Take some of those fans away from them. They don't need them. We, we come on over. We got a way more fun team over here. Come over, come over here. Go out to Indiana. So I, I would love, 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 love to see that. And um, yeah, just again, it, it's full steam ahead. And it seems like it's full steam ahead throughout the entire organization, free agency wise, you know, front office wise, coaching wise. It looks like everybody's going in. Uh, oh, yeah. So Jerry, obviously now. You're on. I think it would be remiss if we didn't talk a little wrestling, just a tad bit of wrestling. I believe you might know what I'm about to talk about. Yeah. But the most beautiful thing happened. Jeff Hardy makes his way over to AEW, (laughs) which I was so happy because they're finally going to give him a title run. I'm so hyped for it, or at least a tag team title run with Matt Hardy, where he reunites with his brother. I can't wait. I, like I, I don't, and I don't watch wrestling. The only thing I follow is Jeff Hardy. That's it. So wherever <laughs> he goes, I follow him. So I am now an AEW guy. So how how did you feel when you saw Jeff Hardy's music get played at AEW? So I fell asleep early that night. No. So I, yep. Yep. I was so mad at myself. I was like, I, I fell asleep with the TV on too. I don't know how I didn't like subconsciously wake up when the music hit, oh. but I saw it the next day on Twitter. It was like the first thing I saw and I was like, crap. And I knew he was coming. Like I knew he was coming to AEW because he had already announced it, but I was just like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I had posters of the Hardy boys on the wall yes. growing up. Like yes. I didn't have boy bands or anything. I had wrestlers, I had Hardy boys. I had Edge and Christian. I oh, had yeah. DX. I was a complete nerd. I'm still a complete nerd, to be quite honest with you. It is I thought great. you were oh, actually going to talk about um, Scott Hall passing away. That is, oh, that is true. Scott Hall passing away. Very sad. Obviously, one of the one of the innovators in wrestling, wrestling legend, um, obviously. A little bit out of my time. I know, too sweet. A uh, <laughs> little, bit, little bit past my time, so I didn't really get that involved with Scott Hall. But, like I said, Jeff Hardy, wherever he goes, I do think he's going to get a. Do you think Jeff's going to get a title run? I think if if he can keep his stuff together, I think he will. Yeah, I'm but that's really that's a big part of it. Is I hope he can stay in a good mindset and stay healthy mm. to to have that run. Yeah, absolutely. I hope, and then he's got his brother with him. I think his brother will hopefully keep him on track. And the whole organization, it seems like AEW does a really good job of that, giving wrestlers second chances. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, I mean that'll be great. I'm excited. I'm excited to finally watch him and watch the highlights and see him do some ridiculous stuff like jumping off of a ladder through eight tables. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. So yeah. So Jerry, please, what do you guys? Please tell me guys doing in the offseason in terms of tigers talk so where where where's that head so we're still we're gonna have like some specialty shows and we're still mm-hmm. working on that we've had a couple of like zoom calls where it's just us girls because we all genuinely like love and care for each other mm-hmm. so we've just had like hour-long conversations just talking oh, yeah. what about everything not just Bengals, but just life and so i think 
um, once the season comes around again, it's going to be more consistent in yep. uh, like when camp starts and everything. But we've got some specials in the works. I don't know if I'm allowed to say all of them yet, but Ooh. we're definitely going to have <laughs> we're Keeping definitely going to have secret. some specials throughout the season or throughout the off season. Maybe so. having a guest on, like the Back Row Bengals podcast on, <laughs> who's had all four of you on. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm open. <laughs> My schedule's a little clear right now. Just throwing it out there. Oh, I'll bring it up on our, our next conference call. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I appreciate that. It, we still have to make the shirts. We still got to do the fan shirts of fans. I still think that's the best idea I've ever had. That is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. That's so okay. funny. I love that. Oh, yeah. Jerry, where can everybody find you at? How can they follow you? Where, where are you located? Where's your pod at? Where's everything? Oh gosh, I always forget it. It's so the podcast is Tigers. Tigers yeah, it's at uh, Tigers Talk Pod. And then for me, I think it's underscore J E R R B E A R. There might be another R underscore. I don't know. You can find me somewhere. I got I'm it posted just... here somewhere. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's on the uh, un at underscore J E R R B E A R underscore. Okay, yeah, that. There you go. You can find and me there. And you can find the podcast at Tigress Talk. And it's the same thing on YouTube, the Tigress Talk podcast. Jerry, it is always such a pleasure to have you on to talk Bengals, talk a little wrestling. And uh, just to see, I, I'm excited. I've, I've been missing. I've been having Bengal withdrawals, though. Every, <laughs> you and me Sunday, both. Like, there is nothing to do on Sundays except for recover. But there's nothing <laughs> to do. You haven't been rewatching the season? I... I just watched the mini movie last <laughs> night. I just watched it. It was so good. It's so good. It deserves an Oscar. I've watched it like four times. It it does deserve it. I but I I I did not watch the end. When it said Los Angeles on it, I clicked off on it. <laughs> I can't, I still can't do it. I do that a lot with like movies that I know in sad, but I love everything up to it. So yeah. like I will stop it right before the sad part and I'm like, well, if I stopped it, it didn't happen. So. Right. It's like Marley and me. Marley lived forever. Yeah, right, I've never right. watched that movie because I know what happens. You'll, you'll, I just, you'll. I don't need that kind of trauma. It's horrible. It's horrible. They do a close up on the dog as the eye. Why closes. are you telling me this? Oh, it's you want me to spoil it? Oh, the dog dies. It's a, yeah, the it's dog. It's like a horror movie. The dog kicked the bucket. Yeah. Well, the horror movie. I cheer for the. I cheer for the guy. Any dog. The dog is always the. Is no, always see, the that is my horror movie. Is uh, yeah. those movies so i can't watch anything i think we were what was it it was uh how to train your dragon too i had to like pause it and google to make sure that toothless didn't die oh before i would finish watching it. <laughs> <laughs> like absolutely not i can't i can't watch this dragon die <laughs> even I a fictional cartoon animal like if it's an animal dying nope i'm out can't do it can't do it can't do it jerry thank you so much for coming <laughs> on i really appreciate it well, thanks for having me again, Josh. Absolutely. This has been the Back Row Cincinnati Bengals show brought to you by fansided.com. You can go to fansided.com, read all of my blogs. I got to get on that. I have been super lazy about writing blogs, so I have not been doing that. But there is still a lot on there that you can read, a lot of content. Please go there and take a look from the Tiger Stock Podcast and at Jer Bear on Twitter and Josh Miller here at Back Row Bengals. Thank you all so much for listening. And we'll be back either on Thursday or next week. Depends on how I'm feeling. All right. I will see y'all later. Peace. Who day? <laughs>